This is IGN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This seafaring RPG has a great foundation, despite feeling like a live service first draft. This is your IGN review of Skull and Bones by Travis Northrup. Like spotting the first sign of shore after years adrift, Skull and Bones has finally actually found its way to launch. Six separate delays and several different concepts that were forced to walk the plank might make you understandably apprehensive about Ubisoft's long-brewing pirate game, but after spending over 60 hours hoisting sails and swabbing decks, I've had a yo-ho-whole lot of co-op fun with friends and strangers alike. The 17th century Indian Ocean works well as a vast open world to be explored and plundered. The RPG mechanics are briny deep with opportunities for build crafting alongside your fellow scurvy dogs. And the naval combat you'll spend bucka nearly all your time on the high seas engaging with is tactical and consistently entertaining. Predictably, there are still some major concerns common with always online games nowadays, including performance issues and bugs aplenty, as well as a very small list of endgame activities that become monotonous and grindy in short order. Skull and Bones might not be the quadruple-A man-of-war Ubisoft was hoping for just yet, but with a strong start to a live service that's got a year of upcoming content mapped out, it's already quite seaworthy. Skull and Bones is fairly unique in the grand scheme of open-world RPGs in that it gives you direct control of a ship and lets you sail the ocean as you pillage ports and send enemy vessels to Davy Jones's locker in search of loot and infamy. Alone or alongside the ships of up to two friends as a fleet, you'll gather resources and complete action-packed heists to feed your greed and climb Jacob's progression ladder as you power up your vessel, which is usually a blast. Though it might be tempting to compare this online ocean to Sea of Thieves, Skull and Bones actually has more in common with the Forza Horizon series. They're both over-the-top, arcadey, open-world RPGs where you play as a vehicle, except instead of racing cars with friends, you're committing piracy in boats. A CRPG to Forza Horizon's car PG, if the court will allow it. And that laser focus on wonderfully intricate maritime gameplay and commodities or economy simulation is extremely enjoyable most of the time, even if you never get to swing a sword or fire a flintlock like in Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. While it's a bit odd at first that you only ever explore the world by controlling your ship, aside from brief intermissions at the social hub, it took just a few hours for me to not feel like I was missing out on much. That's primarily thanks to how good the ship-to-ship combat quickly becomes. After a fairly underwhelming opening meant to help you get your sea legs with the glorified hunk of driftwood you'll call your starting ship, things really open up. 
Once you start to upgrade and customize your vessel to fit your playstyle, then tackle some of the more challenging areas and activities that require you to seriously up your game, Ubisoft's strict focus on naval fights works a lot better than I thought it would. Disappointingly, Skull and Bones only has the faintest whiff of a story, which focuses on two of the very few major NPCs, a vulgar English pirate named Captain John Spurlock and a violent political dissident named Admiral Rama, neither of whom are particularly interesting. You have a couple conversations with each of these rogues and run a few missions for them that conclude in a boss fight against a particularly mean boat, then they'll tell you to buzz off and do your own thing just as fast. That's not to say there aren't a few likable rogues and scallywags to meet along the way, like Yanita, who introduces you to the world of black market trading with all the enthusiasm and pomp of a circus ringmaster. But NPCs are little more than vendors and quest dispensers with no substantial story connecting them. Crafting new ships and trying out different builds is extremely compelling. Just when I thought I'd built my ideal vessel, I'd see a special cannon or a unique piece of ship armor I just couldn't live without, then gleefully jump through surprisingly rewarding hoops by attacking certain factions and seeking out rare resources to buy a schematic and craft it. Taking those new toys out to lay the beat down on any blaggards foolish enough to oppose me is especially thrilling. Although it's not particularly unique in the live service space, Skull and Bones is an extremely unstable experience in this early state. I had crashes every couple of hours, pixelated textures that loaded right in front of me, and most irritating of all, constant erroneous notifications popping up every couple of seconds, sometimes repeatedly for hours at a time, clogging up the screen with obnoxious and inaccurate warnings that drove me absolutely up the wall. I still enjoyed most of my time lobbing explosives at unsuspecting merchant vessels, but shiver me timbers, that exacerbating layer of jank really made it harder to love. Skull and Bones isn't the successor to Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag that many seem to want, and it isn't many of the things Ubisoft itself said it would be at various points in its storied history, but the seafaring RPG we ultimately got is still surprisingly good. Sailing around the Indian Ocean, firing cannons, mortars, and giant ballista at your foes is a fun time, and the RPG mechanics and cooperative build crafting is as deep as the ocean, with plenty of awesome gadgets to grind for, and the economy simulator is impressively in-depth. It doesn't quite fulfill the promise of a decade-long cruise to port yet either, with a thin endgame, almost no story to speak of, and general instability that sometimes makes the adventure feel like a rough draft. But here's hoping some of those shortcomings can be washed away by the waves of content already planned to come in an ambitious live service roadmap that's fast approaching. For now, its maiden voyage is a good start. Skull and Bones IGN score? 7. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on this game and more, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.